Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Today is the last Sunday after the Epiphany, and the last sun- Sunday before Ash Wednesday and Lent begins. Kind of hard to imagine we're already heading that way. but And it is reserved for the narrative of the transfiguration of Jesus which appears in all three synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Jesus took three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, and led them high up on a mountain. And suddenly his clothes turned white so that the disciples' eyes were dazzled. And then appeared two great prophets, Elijah and Moses, and they started talking. Peter wasn't sure what to do, so he just blurted out, let's... Let's make three huts. That'd be good. One for each of them. But really, they were all terrified. And then a voice came from a cloud that appeared, saying, This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. This story of Jesus is both mystery and majestic. It is a mystery because it is strange, mysterious, and a bit odd. It is majestic because Jesus is shown in his glory, in his radiance, And it's also messianic, as it points to Jesus as the Messiah, the fulfillment of both the law and the prophets of the Old Testament. Law represented by Moses and the prophets represented by Elijah. It is a showcase of the glory of Jesus. He was truly and fully human. He was also truly and fully God in the flesh. Jesus was not just some historical prophet or a good moral teacher. He was God. Come to earth to redeem mankind, to redeem his creation. And in this moment of the transfiguration, his glory and his majesty was made visible. Which is why as a church, we are all about Jesus. Yeah, sometimes we get a little off track and focus on this or that. But in the end, without Jesus, there is no power in the church. Without Jesus, we are at best a charity or a country club. Without Jesus, we are a really strange and peculiar group of people who meet up a few times a week for beautiful rituals. You see... It is all about Jesus and how he transforms our lives and how he loves his creation, how he heals our wounds, how he sets us free from the bondage of our sins. The church is about Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And this is why St. Paul boldly and clearly proclaimed in our second reading today from his letter to the Corinthians. He said, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. It's almost as if the backdrop for what St. Paul is saying is the transfiguration. The glory of Christ, who is the image of God, is displayed in the light of the gospel the light of the good news, that Jesus Christ came and died for our sins and that whoever believes in him shall have eternal life. 
We can be set free from our sins. We can live in an abundant life in Jesus. And then St. Paul writes, For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. A sermon without the proclamation of Jesus is just advice. A church without Jesus Christ as Lord is just a building. We don't preach the gospel of Mark Laffler. We don't preach the gospel of a particular denomination. We don't preach a therapeutic moral message that just makes us feel good on a Sunday morning. We preach Jesus Christ is Lord. And that we are the servants of this world for the sake of Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Today is also known as Valentine's Day in our society. In the church, we would prefer St. Valentine's Day. There is much tradition and possible folklore, much hagiography about this saint. But what we do have, the story that has been passed down, is one of a saint who, despite the difficulties of, of his time, proclaimed the good news of Jesus, proclaimed the light of the gospel, and in the face of evil and persecution. Valentine lived in Rome in the third century. The Roman Empire needed men to fight their wars, to defend their empire, and the emperor decreed that all the young men could not marry. Now, Valentine, a clergy person, tried to help the persecuted Christians through this event, disobeying the law for the sacramental rite of marriage. And he was thrown into prison. And while in prison, children sent him cards, and one little girl in particular who was blind brought him food, and Valentine prayed for her, and she was miraculously healed. And Valentine sent her a letter to follow up with her, and of course, signing it, from your Valentine. That's the, the tradition that's been passed down. But we do know that he gave his life for his faith a martyr on February 14th at around the age of 44 years old. He would, not, he would not deny his faith in Jesus. He was faithful to his calling to proclaim Jesus Christ and not his own glory. Today, February 14th, is also a feast day in our church tradition. However, not of St. Valentine. That is not actually in our book of Holy Women, Holy Men. But it is a feast day of two brothers, Cyril and Methodius. And they are certainly overshadowed by the cultural celebration of St. Valentine's Day, but they are not less important. Cyril and Methodius were brothers born in Thessalonica. Cyril was a, a deacon who eventually became a missionary. Methodius was first the governor of a Slavic colony and then turned to the monastic life and was later elected abbot of a monastery in Constantinople. And in the ninth century, they both answered the call to be missionaries to the Slavic people in Moravia. They invented an alphabet to communicate with the people, which is still used today in some parts, but not everyone appreciated this. German clergy opposed their preaching and writing in Slavonic, and while asking for help from Rome, 
Cyril died. Methodius was eventually imprisoned after years of harassment on the part of the German bishops, and he was charged with heresy. However, he was eventually released with the help of Pope John VIII and completed a Slavonic translation of the Bible. At his funeral, which was celebrated in Greek and Latin and Slavonic, it is said that the people came together in huge numbers, for Methodius had been all things to all people that he might lead them all to heaven. These brothers, by the power of the Holy Spirit, brought the light of the gospel to a hostile and divided people. They did not fold under pressure. They did not proclaim themselves, but they proclaimed Jesus Christ as Lord. And that is our lesson for today. We are called as Christians not to proclaim ourselves, but to proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord. Our ministry, our calling is to represent Christ, bearing witness to him wherever we may be. Retired Bishop Edward Little put it this way. He says, Christian ministry is living out whatever you are doing for the sake of Jesus Christ, whether the task is within the church or well beyond it. When our ordinary occupations are devoted to Jesus, showing the love of Jesus to customers and supervisors and co-workers, our occupations, the things that we do, become our ministry. When we share the hope and love of Jesus with our children, imparting the values of the kingdom of God to them, parenting and grandparenting become part of our ministry. To quote Bishop Little again, our daily calling becomes a divine calling when it's offered to Jesus. When we share the hope of our faith with our neighbors, family, and friends, we express the glory of Jesus, that glory that was manifested in that moment of the transfiguration. Our faith is in the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. Our hope is that he is returning again to set the world at rights, bringing justice to the pains and scars of this world. And our proclamation is that Jesus is Lord. You see, once again, it is all about Jesus and his glory. So as we celebrate this day today, the Lord's Day, the day we contemplate the transfiguration, the day we consider the life of St. Valentine, the day we celebrate the lives of Cyril and Methodius, may we share the love of Jesus, the proclamation that Jesus Christ is Lord to everyone we find ourselves with in the ordinary times and the extraordinary times. Jesus is Lord. And that is what we proclaim. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.